What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Trado Without a Radio. I'm your host with the most, Trado, you already know. And I'm Renee from the other day. Ooh, and together, this is Trado Without a Radio. Uh, right off the bat, bro, let's go in with the uh, the world famous. The world famous. The world famous. What we, 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 I, we, didn't, we didn't discuss this. What are we talking about? <laughs> You've never heard of the world famous? No. Bro, it's Whoa. like... It's like in Webster's dictionary. Well, I guess it's not world famous, huh? No. no it, well, okay, here, let me let me let me tell you what it is. <clears throat> Are you ready? I'm ready. Don't miss this now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, for people in the back. <laughs> you know that, that's so ugly. It sounds like a drowning cat. <laughs> oh, that was so bad, right? Oh man! Uh, yeah, so I guess that's world famous right there. That's the any world, guesses? The world famous um, <laughs> Jonathan Levine laugh. There you go. Jo- Ooh, who the fuck? No, I just put two names what? together. <laughs> it's like your cousin and then Adam Levine. Like Jonathan. perfect, Jonathan Levine. Wow, Jonathan. Jonathan. He's a dolphin. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. No, that was your uh, Seth Rogen impersonation, <laughs> wasn't it? Yes. Um, thank you, everybody that submitted their laughs, Seth Rogen. <laughs> That was so bad. Like, I kind of want to do it again, but I, like inside, I'm just like, like no, you stop. know, it's not going to get any better, <laughs> right? Um, do you want to oh. do you want to let people know what's up with the Seth Rogen laugh? Yeah, so Seth Rogen laughs really weird. No, well, that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. For for everyone that's never seen a Seth Rogen movie, he 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 laughs so like it's so unique. It's so ugly though. Well, because. It it sounds like a fake laugh almost, doesn't it? Because like, he's like he's like, <laughs> like I don't know, <laughs> like it's like he's forcing it. You yeah, know? yeah, it sounds forced. It sounds. But fake. like no matter what, that's how he laughs. And all his movies, like if you watch his interviews and stuff, that's just his laugh. That's so iconic, and it sounds like he can't breathe either. Like yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the type of laugh that you have when you're you're up late as a as a small child. And you're watching something funny on TV, and you don't want to laugh loud because your mom already yelled at you about being up. Right, right. So you're trying to laugh, but you're trying to keep it down because you're not trying to make noise. So you gotta like hold your breath a little bit. You gotta, you don't want to wake up your brother. Yeah. So like, you're trying really hard, but that's all that makes it out. Yeah. And he just did that so much that that became his laugh. That's so perfect, man. Um. So this episode is brought to you by Seth Rogen's laugh and the new movie that's coming out in theaters May third called. Uh, Wow, long shot. I was like, did you not write down the I know. name of the movie? Out of all my notes, I forgot to write the name of the movie. No, long shot. Um, long shot. Yeah, so I guess let's kick it off with uh, your favorite Seth Rogen movie. I know that's Ooh. that's a super yeah. like topic a discussion. Super topic. Yeah, because like I feel like everyone has a different Seth Rogen movie that they fuck with. You know, like uh, that's true. And he's been making movies for a long time. I really didn't even realize it until yeah. until watching this movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, I've been watching this guy for like. 12 years yeah no for real he did look a little bit older like you could tell mm-hmm. that that stuck out to me i was like damn yeah but he still says rogan i know uh, that's so funny. i don't know i think my favorite one is probably this is the end Ooh, that's a good one that's yeah. the one with uh with uh this guy in it uh the little awkward kid from uh scott pilgrim yeah, Michael Scott. Michael what? Scott. What the hell? What? Michael Scott. <laughs> Michael Scott was in it, guys. And Pam's in it. Fucking Jim. The whole <laughs> gang. The whole gang. Bring everybody. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, this guy, Scott Pilgrim. Shit, what's it? Michael Sarah. There you go. He yeah. has a small cameo in there, right? He does, but he's such a badass. He's fucking. He's doing blow <laughs> off of Rihanna's ass or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's like getting a blowjob in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that movie—it's got everyone, dude. It's got Jonah Hill, fucking uh, James Franco was in it. Uh, Emma Watson was in it. Oh, that's right. Uh, this guy from The Office was in it. Uh, the black Craig, guy, Craig Robinson. Uh, Danny, whatever his last name is, right? The guy who's like in Pineapple Express and like all of the other Franco and uh, the chubby guy. He the yeah. chubbier dude. That's not Jonah Hill. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So they got like a. They got all their boys together. Yeah. I think that's why I liked it so much. Yeah, no, that's a that's a badass movie. Um, I guess my favorite movie is a little bit different. It's a little bit more serious. Uh, have you seen Fifty Fifty? With oh, that's not a real movie. No, wow, <laughs> <It's laughs> no, only yeah. half a movie. No. Yeah, with uh, this guy, right? Uh, Levinson. Uh, yeah, uh, Gordon Levitt or whatever his name is. Yeah, Levitt. My and uh, Seth Rogen. I think it's pretty badass how they 
take like cancer which is a super serious topic mm-hmm. and make it into like a funny like yeah yeah they make it into something fun i guess yeah it's pretty it's pretty cool uh also side note i just i pulled up the uh cast list for this is the end uh, oh, the mindy from the office is also in that movie and i don't even remember being in it really yeah so uh kelly kapoor yeah well i'm trying to think of yeah same she thing. was probably like in that party that they had no like that probably uh, and like the a world small party. cameo. Yeah, I know that's where Kevin Hart popped out. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Uh, Paul Rudd was in it. Oh, shit. J- uh, Channing Tatum. So there was oh, a lot of people yeah. in there. Go Dude. rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is... Uh, this is the end. Uh, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, Channing Tatum had that awkward-ass like sex slave uh, oh. part in that. You remember that? No. Oh. I guess I gotta rewatch it. Yeah, you gotta watch that shit. He... Yeah, he... Ends up being a sex slave. Anyway, that that's for a different episode. Um, the long shot. We got to see it. Shit, I think this is a... We were ahead of our time. Was it like two weeks in advance? Yeah, I think this is yeah the earliest that we've seen an advanced screening for a movie that's technically out. <laughs> yeah, because they did the uh, premiere at South by Southwest. Yep, and they yeah. did... Uh, that was when? Last March? Yeah, that was like last month, yeah. So it was a while ago. So if you really wanted to, you could probably find some weird low-quality footage of it. <laughs> the, the the bootleg uh, or the guy. Yeah, the guy's all shaking. Somebody stands up and blocks the right? camera. Bro, I saw a meme that said, uh, my bootleg guy turned the camera around and said, this is my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you that commentary, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so it as you mentioned, it got debuted in South by Southwest. Uh, it won a, an audience award there. Oh, no shit. And then it also showed at the Sundance, not Sundance, whoops, at the Sun Valley Film Festival, which okay. is, you know, another one, but different thing. And right. it won the audience award there, too. Nice. I think uh, the 90s movie, uh, mid-90s, was also premiered at that festival. At South by Southwest? or uh, the Sundance, or Sun Valley. Sun Valley? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, so the theatrical uh, release date is May 3rd, which... Um, I guess would you consider it an indie film? Yes. 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 An indie film with a budget. I don't know how much of the budget was. I couldn't find anything that told me exactly this is the number. Mm-hmm. But I did watch a handful of interviews with the cast and stuff, and they joked about it in a couple different interviews where they said literally like more than half of the budget was just paying the two lead actors. <laughs> wow. For real? Yeah, so everything else was kind of cheap. Oh, well, I guess, yeah, in a way. Uh, I mean, there wasn't no, like, crazy CGI or, like, yeah, any, like, because everything was over just the top. normal. Yeah. Wow, like, we were filmmakers? Like, oh, yeah, it was super, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah production-wise, this was a yeah, piece you of just cake. just fly out to Canada, fly out to Cuba, that's yeah, it. Yeah, you know. Chump oh. <laughs> change. Chump change. Um, Which yep. is where they shot the movie, actually. Is it really? In uh, Quebec and in Colombia. Oh shit! So that that scene where uh, I mean I mean we're gonna dive into it, but the scene where they're on the island that was in uh, they actually went to an island. Yes. Oh shit! See that ate up half the fucking. Uh, <laughs> that was half the budget. Half the budget. <laughs> hey man, morale was low. They really just needed to pick me up for the crew. <laughs> they needed to get away. Um, wow. Okay. Cool. So uh, let's talk about the cast real quick since that's where the budget went. Fred <laughs> Flarsky, uh, played by Seth Rogen. Uh, we mentioned that he's. I mean. I- iconic for making these types of like comedy films. Yeah. Um I think he did a really good job with the character that we're gonna get into. Uh Charlotte Field played by Charlize Theron. 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 No, <laughs> before we started recording, I made <laughs> you say it that way. I know. I asked him, I was like, hey man, how do you how do you pronounce this? I don't wanna fuck this up. And you know, you fucking yeah. Alright, cool. <laughs> Theron, Theron, Theo, whatever. No. She'll correct uh, us. Yeah. No. Uh, which I have here in parentheses. Uh, these are my notes. No idea who the fuck this is. Really? Yeah. I, I, I mean, you know me. I mean, the viewers know me. <laughs> oh, well, that actually. Me and uh, character and actors don't get along. Like, if I'm ever in a trivia and you ask me who the hell played. Oh, fucking, it's over. Yeah. No, she's had a really long career, actually. I didn't realize how long it's, or how long of a career and how much shit she's been in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did write down some some big ones more recent big ones that hopefully you'll know. So she was in the Mad Max movie that came out a couple years ago. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> she's also the lead actress in Atomic Blonde. 
Oh, I saw the preview for that. Yeah, it's like John Wick, but there's a girl. Yeah. Um, she was also in Arrested Development, which completely went over my head until I saw the credit. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, for anybody watching, if you might have seen Arrested Development, there was a British girl that Michael's character starts dating, but she's like mentally handicapped. <laughs> but he doesn't realize it because she's British. So the the language, so, uh, yeah. The so dialect, her, her accent and her weird use of the language or not weird use of the language but her british her british english you know we have british viewers fuck y'all so she thinks she's just super british and doesn't find out until way later that's funny uh she was also the main character in the eon flux movie which is from like 2002 like super Mm -hmm. trying to be the matrix yeah that was like a weird uh for its time i remember that that's fucking yeah, and like she, glass breaking she did a whole shit. bunch of other movies. She has like a bunch of awards and stuff. Okay, but she's well, not really she's never really been in a in a comedy movie. Gotcha. I wonder how that that uh, that casting went. Like, uh, she helped write it actually. Oh, really? Yeah, her ah. her and Seth Rogen both have uh, producer credits. No way, that's badass. Yeah, so they were, you know, they helped write and helped get it going. Yeah. And they both signed on to the movie right away. They're like, yes, we're going to be the two main characters. <laughs> and that's how they got the rest of the cast that I'm really excited to talk about. Yeah, hell yeah, for sure. Uh, I ha- Actually, I have some honorable mentions here uh-huh. that I kind of want to talk about. Okay. Uh, one, O'Shea Jackson Jr., which right. is Ice Cube's son, plays uh, Lance, the, the best friend. Um, for everyone that knows O'Shea Jackson, you saw him in NWA, but that was uh, honestly, that's probably the only thing I've seen him in. Yeah, he's, um, uh, he's got a lot of upcoming stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, well, I, I would assume so, right? Because he did a badass job in NWA. He did. Um, but I thought it was funny how he's, like, the best friend that's, like, just down for life and, like, yeah. wants to, like, get him out of his shell. And, like, it was cool seeing him outside of the gangster, like... Outside of playing his dad. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and one more honorable mention I have is, uh, Boys to Men. Oh. Which, <laughs> I thought it was super funny how, uh, Boys to Men was in the movie. They played themselves, but... It was just one of those things where it's like, oh, Boyz II Men. Like, you had to say the whole name, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, man, we're going to go to this party and Boyz II Men's going to be there. Hey, watch out with Boyz II Men. Oh, hey, look, Boyz II Men. You know, like, they kept repeating it. <laughs> they have to say it. They really thought, wanted to get their money's worth, man. Yeah, you know, I'm sure they paid them a lot. No, but uh, no, I thought probably, it was super funny. So They're probably pretty cheap to book these days. Uh, <laughs> nah, they, got, you got yeah, they probably did it for free, all that publicity. That is true. Fucking Boyz II Men. 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 Boys, no, no. <laughs> boys, no. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, uh, yeah. So I guess let me let me just say this. I feel like this movie has a really cool cast. Mm-hmm. And in learning that uh, Charlize and Ro- and Seth were the first two to sign on, and that's how they kind of got everyone else. Yeah, it makes sense that everyone was like, "Oh fuck yeah, I want to be in a movie with these guys." Yeah, hell yeah. Because you know, like Seth Rogen, like yeah, he makes a a lot of his earlier movies were like. Uh, stoner comedies, yeah. But like he he's making some good stuff, like this movie, and then like Fifty Fifty, which he both has writing credits on. Oh, so, really? Yeah, he's doing good stuff. So I'm excited to see where he kind of goes moving forward. And then uh, Charlize, you know, as we mentioned, she was a, well, she's been a big actress for like the last thirty years. Yeah. Um, the thing I like about Seth Rogen though, um, is that he doesn't really play. Or actually go for these roles that, that are going to make him like a big time movie star. Right. kind of just plays like his role. You know what I'm saying? Like he goes for these like lower budget films and obviously he writes some of them. But yeah. like he's always in that like, like you said, uh, he's it's always like a stoner, stoner role or like a he's weed comedy. Thing. Yeah. But it's always the same like realm of like comedy. Right. You know? Like you wouldn't. You wouldn't be hard pressed to say that he's playing the same character kind of in all the movies. Yeah, no, for real. Yeah, I actually wrote that down too. He reminds me <sighs> of uh, of this guy, uh, Jason Siegel. Ooh, okay. Because I feel like he's always playing the same character in all his roles too, and yeah. he's never done like a really big, high profile movie. But he does a bunch of like indie things and just stuff that that he enjoys. You know? Yeah. He always stays within his realm of what he likes to do. Yeah, that's pretty badass. I don't know. I feel like if I become a movie star, which I will in the next like two, three years. Um, I thought you were gonna say months. <laughs> a months, uh, you know. Nah, I think I, I would I would do that too. Like I would just do what I'm comfortable with uh-huh. and then kinda just hit it off from there, you know. Cause like 
This is how you never get into the Marvel what? movies. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to be in the Marvel movie one day. Watch. Like, that shit was so funny. You're yeah. going to be the guy who gets disintegrated by the fucking alien cannon? Yeah, fuck it. I mean, as long as I'm on the credits, I'm right? in it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to see my name in the credits because you're going to wait till then. No. We made it. No. Well, mama, we made it. No. Um, I have another another topic here, which I put in capital all caps uh bro no one told me this was a romantic comedy oh yeah i forgot about that you what went into the, the, you went into this blind right? i went into the super blind right charles even like okay so when you told me about the movie i had like seen like a poster or something even um but i, I, I didn't watch the trailer uh, mm. purposely so then when i went into this dude the first what like the first i don't know maybe like 10 minutes of the movie like it was oh yeah yeah it yeah. was like super funny you know and he uh, he talks about uh, how he gets to meet this uh, Charlotte Field chick, mm-hmm. um, and right off the bat, I was like, "Wait, is this is this a romance? Like, are they gonna <laughs> fall in love?" Like, I was <laughs> super confused, dude. Right? Yeah, and uh, it was just so funny. Like, I walked out of there thinking, "Like, holy shit, I just saw a romantic comedy <laughs> with Renee." <laughs> That's how you got to do it. You got to trick them into the movie, bro. Uh, that was horrible. Man. No, I was glad that you hadn't seen any of the like trailers or any of that stuff going into it. So you got like a a whole different perspective on it because you didn't know what to expect. Right. No, it was pretty refreshing, dude. Like not knowing you stuff know, going into a the storyline or anything. Yeah, it was pretty um, cool. Yeah, and then before we get too far into it, I did want to go through and just ramble some of these cast people because I did mention and I talked, I hyped it up, and then we. Just shift the topics. <laughs> Go for uh, it. So Bob Ulrich was in it. He he played the president. He's uh, Sal from Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I thought that was cool. The spinoff, yeah. And then uh, from Better Call Sal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this guy was in it. Uh, Randall Park, which everyone's going to know him from this role. He was in The Office. He played Asian Jim. Ah, he did. He yeah, did. the slight role in the office yeah yeah but everyone knows him from that shit. dude honestly like i was even gonna add, i was gonna tell you like hey dude it's jim um while we were watching it see yeah, you're right. no talking I in the theater bro i learned my lesson this time i didn't say shit he didn't i no. can attest i mean maybe there was like one like arm nudge but like ruined the movie for me <laughs> uh andy circus was in it which i was really amazed that he was in it who's that andy circus he plays caesar in the planet of the apes movies uh, he was. He plays the monkey. The monkey, yes. Well, I guess someone has to play him, right? No. Yeah, and he does a great job at it. Uh, he was in the Lord of the Rings movies. He was in Black Panther. Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Nah, that is a million characters. <laughs> uh, he was in Age of Ultron, and he's in Star Wars. Oh, so he already has his foot in the door with Marvel. Oh, Why he's would... he's no. been all over the fucking place, but he always plays not his face, so a lot of people don't really know who he is. <laughs> But if okay. you look at all of his roles, they're really good roles. Okay. So then who did he play here? He played the uh, the old guy who was like trying to get the meeting with uh, Charlize's character. Ah, uh, yes. He yes. was just in a bunch of prosthetics and makeup. The the, the CEO, the journalist. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Lisa Kudrow from The Office. She was in it. Uh, she plays Phoebe in The Office. Or No, not Phoebe. Ooh. Friends. Friends. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she plays Phoebe. She has another movie coming up that I saw the preview for. Uh, I did see that. I did it like two it girls, <laughs> and they got like a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh shit! Kind of want to check it out. Yeah. Uh, and then the last two, real quick. Uh, Paul Sheeter from he played one of the news actors, the the one with the buck teeth and the uh, bald. Okay. He's from uh, the League. Uh, he voices a character in Big Mouth, and he was in Wet Hot American Summer. So I was, you can imagine why I was going crazy every like 15 minutes when a new character showed up. Actually, um, yeah, that that is him. I didn't I didn't even think about that till now. He was in the movie Slice, starring Chance the Rapper, and uh, I did see that. Yeah, I wrote that down just for you because I figured you would know that one. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, because when we did uh the preview or the premiere for that, we went to the Q and A afterwards, and he was hosting the Q and A. So nice. yeah, he did. Oh wow, I can't believe I didn't recognize him. Yeah, I'm really bad with characters, guys. Like, this isn't even funny. Like, you, he could be walking down the street, and I won't even know that's him. No. Terrible. See what yeah. I have to work with? Wow. Uh, <laughs> Yet I love doing these the movie <laughs> reviews. <laughs> uh, last two, real quick. Uh, Claudio Dari, who is in apparently two different Amy Schumer movies, uh, Trainwreck and uh, Snatched. 
Mm-hmm. Trainwreck, LeBron James. That's a, <laughs> LeBron James is in it. Yep. <laughs> That's the only reason I watched uh, it. And she's in the Netflix show Love, which I highly recommend. It's probably going to be my next recommendation when we do another recommendation oh, episode. Nice. Cool. And of course, Little Yachty. Oh man, my man. Yep, I recognize yep. the fuck out of him. Little Yachty was in it. Sorry, spoiler. Wow, <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, he plays Little, Little Yachty. Yachty. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, he plays like some other random oh, like shit. drug dealer. He plays no. president. No. Ooh, that'd be better. There's two presidents. He plays Obama. No. <laughs> <laughs> Obama, look at your hair. No. I ain't president no more. No. Ooh, what's up? No. Uh, damn. Okay, that's that's a good breakdown. Come of here, it. Michelle. No. <laughs> Why he just grabs her? No. Bring that ass over. She's all twerking in his video. The no. <laughs> what, bro? That's the former first lady you're talking about, bro. I I respect Michelle Obama. That's fucked up, Renee. No. You're over here trying to get her to twerk. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, Michelle Obama and and <laughs> I guess. The Obamas. Uh, I got a couple of off the bat takeaways. Okay. Um, what I really enjoyed about this movie is that it was a kind of political comedy, mm-hmm. if you really think about it. Um, without giving it a lot away, and you can see this in the trailer, um, the Charlotte Field character is Secretary of State, mm-hmm. right? So then this guy, Fred Flarsky, played by Seth Rogen, he's her writer. Well, uh, I like that it was taking that political, like, I guess. Storyline, yeah, because obviously politics are like super serious, and like you know, especially now, like mm-hmm. they're headlining fucking yeah, they're headlining the news every yeah, fucking day. Every fucking Twitter post is about uh the president, but I thought it was really cool how they take that political standpoint and they kind of make it into a more easy to easy digestible thing, yeah, without like but without dumbing it down. I found yeah, so like they kept it in te- they made they kept the best the not the best parts of it. But I remember coming back from the theater, the way I phrased it was uh, they made a political movie and that was the plot. And then they added jokes around it. And romance. And the romance. No, wow. smiling at the camera. Why are you smiling at the camera? What? Uh, yeah, so I thought that was pretty badass because, you know, obviously to make a uh, political movie, like, which there has been a couple. Remember uh, Chris Rock had that that movie where he was the first black president before Obama? Oh, remember shit. that no yeah so that was like a political comedy as well but he called it they did a really good <laughs> dude for real wow they did a really good job with this um that was one of the takeaways that i liked uh another takeaway is that well i, I don't want to give much away but just the way they unveiled that like romance and i guess we could talk about it later mm-hmm. um the way they it wasn't just like Hey, here's this hot chick, and he has a crush on her. Like, go fall in love. You know, it was more like, <laughs> all right, now kiss. <laughs> yeah, you know, just action. No, <laughs> uh, sir, can we back action? Action. No, we got the budget going. No, <laughs> um, but it was more like just running. Yeah, they give you like a backstory, and like you get to know the characters. Yeah, before like before they were the characters. Yep. Um, I, that was one of my takeaways that I I loved about the movie. Yeah, I did. I did really like the um. Between uh, Seth Rogen and Charlize, their chemistry on the screen. Yeah. Because Charlize never having been in a in a comedy before, and Seth Rogen being mostly known for his like super over the top comedies. Right. You know, similar to the tagline of the of the movie, how like, oh, it shouldn't work. You know, it's a long shot. Like it, it works on screen though. Like they just mm-hmm. they play off of each other really well, and they have super good chemistry. Yeah. And um. I don't know. Every every conversation that they had in the movie, I ended up laughing at something. <laughs> so like the writing, was, I felt like the writing was really tight, and I actually I wrote down a chunk that I remembered, and then it ended up being it, it's in one of the trailers, so it doesn't really ruin the joke unless you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's when Charlize's character is talking with the president, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate you for uh, my as a presidential candidate." Cause you know what? You've been a great secretary. Just like of state. It's like, yeah, yeah. Which one again? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, you know, the, the yeah. delivery between it is so good. And it, like, that's the, I feel like that explains the humor of the movie. Like you're not going to get like a bunch of, uh, dicks being drawn into a notebook, Bro. like in super bad or something. Yep. It's, I honestly, uh, uh, I have that written down somewhere. Oh, you do. I honestly do. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so it, it's still a comedy 
and it it's still it's still kind of vulgar, but it's not it's not like watching Superbad or, or Pineapple Express, you know? Yeah, I think uh, I guess in 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 the Seth Rogen sense of uh, comedy or, or raunchiness, they do kind of tap into that raunchy sex like uh, comedy. Where, uh-huh. All right, I'm just gonna say they're fucking the shit out of each other, but like, <laughs> but you know, it, it's it's not. Super better. It's not pineapple. <laughs> they Express. have sex like twice. Yeah, but it was so funny though. Like the way they did it, which we'll talk about later. But the yeah. way, just that one scene. Which if you watch this, you could be like, "Oh man, these guys are perverted." Nah, man. Like you're gonna you're gonna laugh out loud, like for sure. Like that shit was so funny. That's true. The whole we saw it in a pretty full theater. Yeah, whole theater was laughing. Yeah, it was so like, even even the one lady who had seen it three times already, she was laughing. Oh my god! In my notes, I have. Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, as with any Seth Rogen film, there's always going to be the dick jokes and some type of sex scene that you'll, that'll make you say "holy shit" under your breath. While the old lady in the row over takes a trip down memory lane to her sex life in the '70s. Oh, what the fuck? Right, the bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was so random that you're just like, oh. And then the lady over there is like, ooh, you know, like, I don't know. That's that's what I had in my notes. Is that what but, you think about old ladies? Bro, old ladies are was, just freaks. <laughs> Yeah, bro. You know the seventies. That shit was crazy. Uh, why do you think there's so many millennials now? No, that's not even. That's like the nineties, eighties. Keep going. Okay, so <laughs> check this out, right? When you're watching the movie and there's a sex scene, do you just stare at the sex scene like it's awkward, right? Okay. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna look for the nearest old person to see Ooh. their reaction to the film, and then you're gonna write about it in your notes, and you're gonna. Okay. No, no. Is no, that just me? That, that's that might just be you. <laughs> Leave a comment if, <laughs> whenever you're watching a movie and there's a sex scene on the screen, you start looking at the old people in the theater. You have to like, because as young people, we're like, oh, okay, cool. They're they're you know they're having sex, but cool. They're fornicating. If that lady's sixty years old, seventy years old, I want to know what she's thinking about because that's not what I'm thinking about. Yeah, you're thinking about her. What up? You know, the t- so you're sitting in a movie theater full of people. You see sex on the screen, and you start thinking about an old lady. There's something wrong. Well, here, not Trado. just one old lady. Like <laughs> there could be a mass of old ladies. Like, you want a you want an orgy with old ladies? No, it's not an orgy. It's like you know that 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 show with uh, they ask ten people their senses. Like what do you like? You get a, and now I'm all stuttering. You get a group of ten people, right? And then you know nine out of the ten are gonna answer one way. Uh-huh. I want to know what that lady's going to answer when we talk about this on the podcast. Sure, man. You like thinking about old ladies. That, that's fine. This is what a Seth Rogen movie does, bro. It makes you think outside of the box. It makes you think as if you were an old lady who like smoked a doobie right before she walked into the movie theater. Yeah, so it's a romantic comedy. Oh, wow. It's uh, <laughs> Last time I checked, it was at a 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. 87 uh, 85, sorry. 85. Oh, 85, nice. That's still pretty good. 71 on Metacritic and a 7 on IMDb. Like, 7.0. Perfect. 7. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, so, like, I know the numbers are a little low, especially on uh, on Metacritic. So, I, I, I wonder, I don't know. Do you, why do you feel like it, it's low? Because it, it seems like a solid, almost like a political satire movie. Yeah, there, there's a couple of scenes where... You really like can tell that they're making fun of a certain person. You know? Yeah, like they're really making fun of you know they're just pointing big flaws out in the government. Mm-hmm. So I, I I wonder why is it because like the Seth Roganness of the movie like outweighs the politicalness that they're trying to talk about or something. I think people are just so used to Seth Rogan not not getting political, where uh, not um, trying to make a point with his movies. Yeah, I where I mean, if you really break it down, like they're talking about the environment and they're talking about like ways that they could help the world. Yeah, like you know, like at its re- core, this is a movie about politics. Yeah, like they're really pushing that, and I uh, I don't think people expected that from Seth Rogen. I think mm-hmm. they kind of just want him to be funny and not get too real about certain topics. Um, so maybe that could be a reason why it was it was rated pretty low. But know. even then, though, 85 is not that bad. Yeah, like, I've seen movies on Rotten Tomatoes that are rated like 53, and uh, I still kind of want to watch them. No. <laughs> like what? Old Lady and the Sex? Wow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> old <laughs> Lady and the Sex. Wow. Old Lady. She's just there, like, 
Hey, nah, like, like I'm, I'm the old like, lady, and there's the sex. So you get an old lady, and you get a you get a bunch of sex around her. That's horrible, man. What what do you what do you, what is this? Nah, that's you, man. That's see, this is the type of shit. Um, going off of that, another reason why I think uh, Seth Rogen did a really good job is because he uh, he plays that regular Joe, right? So I think maybe people are tired of seeing that from him. Oh, I guess kind of contradicting what we were talking about. I don't know. But he does play like the everyman in the movie. He literally like it makes it feel like he's just a regular ass guy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. And I think uh, I don't know. In every movie, he just plays that regular guy, and maybe people are kind of like, "All right, this is oh, a I reoccurring thing." Like, know? we want to see you try something different. Yeah. Even though earlier we were talking about how he <laughs> how stays within his role, stays. Yeah. yeah, no. I mean, I personally like it, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, I could see that from a critic standpoint. Yeah, because. I, yeah, I can totally see that. They're like, oh, you know, it's a Seth Rogen movie. He plays his typical... He plays within his comfort zone. He doesn't try to do anything mm-hmm. outside of that. But I don't know. I feel like he's just... You know, he's refining his roles, I guess. Yeah. Because if you took Seth Rogen from like 10 years ago and put him into this movie, this would probably be a completely different movie. The the president of fucking Canada would be high as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think he even smoked. He didn't smoke throughout the whole movie, did he? Uh yeah he did uh right at the beginning like when he gets the first call oh and then he's like bro I'm high as fuck like you're good you're good just you know don't act oh no I guess they were drunk yeah they were drunk oh you're right I don't think yeah see a Seth Rogen with no smoking he's they, really growing up they do ecstasy though was that ecstasy that's different <laughs> oh, okay that's a whole different chapter uh but yeah I think through and through it's a really good movie and even. In all the interviews that I saw, this is going to sound dumb because, like, well, yeah, they should like each other. But in all the interviews, they always had the whole cast there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had a director there and they were always, always, uh, always, always. They were always joking and stuff. Like, they were always having a good time, like, riffing off of each other and, you know. And when I see that, it shows to me, like, they had a good time filming together. They had a good time on set. More often than not, when you like what you're doing, you do a better job. Yeah. And I know that sounds kind of stupid. Like, oh, you know, they were getting paid to be there. They, like, contract, their contract says they have to be there or whatever. But I, I mean, I know I've seen uh, interviews where you could tell that they don't want to be there. Like, they could care less about what, what it is that they're talking about. Yeah. As long as the movie's making them look good, they don't right. really care about their, like, coworkers and stuff. Right. They don't care about that. And I didn't get yeah. that sense from anybody on the cast. No, no, I agree. Um, even the the vibe with Lance and uh, Fred, which is the two best friends, mm-hmm. they were just like, like that's some shit. Like, like we would you know fucking like talk about. It. He's like, oh man, you got this, bro. Like, you gotta go get her. Like, yeah. it, it didn't feel like fake. And then I think even outside of like the script, I think I could see Seth Rogen hanging out with like Ice Cube's son. Like, yeah, they they did talk about that in some of the in some of the interviews where they were asking him what it's like working with Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, bro, like, that's how we start. It's bro, so weird watching man. his interviews. Cause he talks like a normal human. Wow. He's like, he doesn't have like this, uh, you know, like these predetermined answers or like this, like narrow way of speaking. Like some actors do. Oh, he's not a uh, media uh, trained. Yeah. He's not like media it. trained. Yeah. So he just, he talks, you know, as if you saw him on the street or something. Yeah. And it's like, bro, it's so weird. Like, I have to do a take with him, and he's super in it. He's in it. <laughs> he's laughing. He's making jokes. Like, Yo, cut. And all of a sudden, he's just... Oh, shit. Yeah, and then because he, he's already planning the next scene out and trying to think what will be funny and yeah. doing all this stuff. So there's a lot of... There's a lot of effort that goes into Seth Rogen trying to come off like he doesn't care. You know, he tries really hard to make it look like he's not trying. Damn. Yeah, I guess that's pretty cool, man. I wonder what it'd be like to see him on on the set. To see him actually get into the zone and stuff. You think Seth Rogen's personal friends are kind of like, man, dude, like you're so different from what you play in the movies. And we're over here thinking like, oh, man, he's just a regular guy. Like he's just a regular regular Joe. But like real life, he's like an asshole, like (laughs) a pretentious like jerk. Damn, he wears a monocle. Wow, he's all rich. He takes it off for uh, interviews. 
He wears a turtleneck, but once he gets to the set, he wears the Adidas fucking track jacket. That's why he zipped it up all the way to hide Bro. the turtleneck. Nah, come on, uh, don't do that. Yeah, nah. I guess. Do you have any other uh, general things about the movie that you want to discuss? Uh, yeah. Um, so the release date, I feel like it's really, really close. And this is with any movie that's coming out within the next week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're really close to the Avengers release date, oh, I feel like you're gonna, gonna get completely ignored. And your 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 office box box office box office office box what the fuck? office box Dropbox no I feel like your ticket sales aren't gonna be as good as they would have been if you weren't going up against the Avengers yeah then. it's uh I did I did think about that too it's kind of a ballsy move to release what a week after the Avengers which I think the Avengers are gonna get a good like three four weeks oh yeah they're gonna dominate for like the month yeah because I I can't think of anything that's gonna gonna beat them at least no. for the next four weeks not even that guy that saw uh <laughs> captain marvel 106 times no oh my god imagine how many times he's gonna watch this movie oh forget it bro and it's three hours long <laughs> no <laughs> man that's well yeah I, I guess that's uh that's my last uh bit of notes before we yeah so i guess if in. uh if the avengers is sold out because it's probably sold out <laughs> and yeah. you're looking for something to watch i'd recommend this movie yeah I agree, hundred percent. Um, even if you're like hanging out and like you just want to go with like the guys, or you're hanging out with your girlfriend and you just want to go watch a movie, I think this is a really good movie. Yeah, I um, feel like you can really watch it with anybody. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Me and my mom saw it a couple of times already, and um, no, nah, it hasn't even come well, out like, yet. What? <laughs> yeah, you know, just you know, nah. just chilling with the moms. Ooh, imagine yeah. Seth Rogen laughing in Spanish. No, oh, they probably messed it up. <laughs> it's all dubbed. All it weird. probably sounds weird. You know, have you ever seen that meme where it's like when she when he laughs, ha ha, but she laughs with a J, (laughs) like in Spanish? That shit's so stupid, bro. The one where it's like uh, when all your Spanish friends are ha ha and you want to ha ha too, but you don't (laughs) understand Spanish. Yeah, that's so stupid. Um, There you go. Seth Rogen. Ha ha in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Do you want to you want to take a break and then go into the spoilers or do you just want to? dive into it um now nah, submit yeah yeah let's just take a break we'll be right back with uh with the spoilers um i don't know i don't know i don't know what i'm getting at. no all right we'll be right back guys yeah we'll be right back no Welcome back, guys. As you know, in our previous uh, movie reviews, this is the part where shit goes down. It's where it gets real. It's where it gets really real. Um, If you haven't... Well, I guess you haven't seen the movie. Yeah, how does that work? If if Come back later. (laughs) Yeah. If you're thinking about watching the movie and you really want to watch it, this is the part where you kind of... You got to... Well, actually, this this is what I wanted to talk about uh, that I mentioned briefly. So, I checked today on the internet... Because I was trying to gather all my notes and everything for this episode. Yeah. And so, in doing so, I watched the trailers for the movie. Okay. Because I, I had only seen one of the trailers before we went to go see it. And there's three of them that oh, they nice. made and they put out. And so, I watched all three of them. If you already watched all three trailers, just save your money. <laughs> Damn. So, they they reveal a lot the of... whole movies in those really? three trailers. Oh shit! And as I was watching them, I was just like, "Wow!" I, I I was like in disbelief. I was like, "I can't believe they're showing all of this." And then I watched the next trailer, and I was like, "Bro, <laughs> <laughs> really? Like they yeah. showed that much?" So, uh, yeah, we can we could check it out after. But watching the three trailers, I was like, "Oh, well, okay." Damn, it's just so, one of those things where like, what I hate the most is when I watch a movie and it's like, "Oh, I saw this in a trailer," and then it's all like downhill from there. You right. Know, like. And know. I'm really glad I didn't watch the other two trailers before I saw it because I probably would have enjoyed the movie a lot less. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about watching it and if you <laughs> if you've seen like one of the trailers or like a part of a trailer, I would say go watch it. But if you've already seen all the trailers, I don't even think it's worth it. Damn. And if you made it this far, go watch it and then come back to this because yeah, because yeah. there there's still some things, mm-hmm. but you know it's like seeing 80% of the movie. So okay. you're going to pay for 20%. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't know that. That's so crazy. I'd rather you just wait and like watch it on Netflix yeah. or watch it on uh, Redbox or something. You know, I'm gonna start doing these blind movies a lot more often. This is pretty cool. Like not knowing anything about it, like, uh-huh. it was pretty dope. Yeah. But having said that, then there's one thing that I immediately want to get into <laughs> that was like my favorite part of the movie. Okay. Uh, when when they start getting together, uh, Charlize and Seth Rogen's character. And they're not dating yet, but they're getting to know each other and stuff. Okay. And uh, Seth Rogen realizes, like, oh, you haven't, you haven't been a normal person for like the last ten years because you've been so wrapped up in politics. Like that's been your whole life. Right. And so he's like, all right, I'm gonna show you all the stuff that you haven't seen. So they watch, uh, they start watching the Marvel movies, they watch <laughs> Game of Thrones, they listen to music and all that stuff. Right. And uh, she starts singing uh, the Two Chain song, birthday song, birthday. Yeah. yeah, and so she's like, I don't know what she, she's like writing notes or something, and she's like, "All I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe." Right, and that was my favorite part of the movie, bro. That was so perfect. And then he kind of laughs it off. He's like, "Out of all the songs I've showed you, like this is the one. This that is you, the one, the one that stuck." She's like, "What? I like two chains. He's catchy, bro. That was perfect." And that actually motivated me today uh, to, to get go, a big booty hoe. To get a big booty hoe. Oh shit! It's only two hundred dollars down. Oh no. damn! No. Wow, that's your down payment. <laughs> down payment on the big booty hoe. Wow. No, it motivated me today to go and uh, listen to that song again. Oh shit! And bro, that song, top ten. Are you serious? Is top it that iconic? Songs. So iconic. I well, was, I was, because li- I hadn't actually listened to it in a long time, but I didn't realize how many things like I say in casual conversation that come from that song. Oh, yeah, like or when like, you're talking to coworkers, if I die, bury me inside a Gucci store. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah. hey, by the way, Greg. <laughs> right? Greg from accounting. Yeah. yeah. That and uh, even the lyrics. Like, I, <laughs> some of the lyrics what? are pretty dope, bro. Okay, <laughs> and go ahead. I know, I know you were going to start laughing, so I wrote some of them down. <laughs> All right. I just want right. to see how casual th- these are. All right, so right, right off the bat, she got a big booty, so I call her Big Booty. And then the ab lib. Booty. Why? <laughs> no, I just, I wanted to throw that one in there. That was poetic, bro. That was <laughs> it's poetic, bro. That's a fucking haiku and shit. Oh, jeez. No. <laughs> no. Uh. So, referee with the whistle. Bert, hold this tech. Blau. Think okay. about that line. Really think about it. Referee with the whistle. Bert. Bert so blows the whistle. Hold this tech. Hold this tech. Blau. Yeah. Okay, so they're they're running a race, and the the referee's about to start the race, like a fucking cross-country race? I don't know. With the whistle. Yeah, ref with a whistle. So, you know, most sports have a whistle, but I I thought of basketball. Okay. Uh, So he is the referee holding the whistle. He blew the whistle, hold this tech. So, like, he's giving out a technical to you. But a tech is also a gun. Oh, hold this tech technical. Yeah. But hold this tech gun. Exactly, because the next line is extendo clip. So it's not even a normal clip. He's shooting you with extended rounds. So he's he's killing you on two fronts. Yeah, because you got a technical and now you're going to get shot. With his tech. With extendo clip. Yeah. And he's the ref. So you're playing, but he's controlling the game. Bro, that line is crazy. What? Bro, that's okay. That yeah, that's actually pretty badass. Right? Okay. That's a good line. Alright, I'll give you that one. That one was Alright, that one was alright. <laughs> Look, nah. you just don't want to admit it because it's two chains. <laughs> but it's two chains. He's he's not a lyricist. He's um, he's two chains. No. Bro, dude's a college graduate, man. I, I, I got a big booty, so I she got a well I, I got a big no, she got a big booty, so I call her big booty. Come on, like that's scary um, scary. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know this line's not as crazy, but I thought it was funny too. When your girl leave me, she need a hair salon. Damn. When your girl leave me, she need a hair salon. Oh, cause her hair's all fucked her up. Her hair's all fucked up. Yeah, so she's got to go to the hair salon. That's how crazy it is. Okay, that one. Then, that wasn't so deep. Yeah, that one wasn't as deep, but it was still pretty clever. Yeah, it is pretty clever. Uh, this one, uh, I'm balling and you're in will call. So, you know, he's in the game. Oh, and you're just trying it. to get tickets and to the game. you're trying to get in. Okay. That, okay, yeah, I see it. And like, and you don't even have tickets to get in. Like, you're trying to you're get trying the tickets. You're trying to get the will call tickets. Yeah, exactly. You don't even have season tickets. Yeah, no. you're just, 
You're just trying. No. And then, bro, and then when Kanye comes in. How does he How does he start his? Oh, he's his riding shit. this big-ass bike. Yeah, right? Uh, she holding out. She ain't giving to the needy. She ain't giving to the needy, huh? Yeah. Think about that. She's holding out. She's holding out. So, like, the 1% of the population. No. Wow. Okay. Right, no, so no, no. I'm reaching with this. Yeah, one. you're reaching hard yeah. as fuck with that one. But she's holding out. She has what they want, and she doesn't want to share. I deserve to be greedy, huh? Because yeah. he doesn't want to share her. Because now that he got it, you know. He deserves to be greedy. He deserves to have it since he worked for it. So you think Seth Rogen sits there when he's, like, high off of a bunch of weed and, like. And does this? Yes. Does this. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, why he showed her this song in particular. Bro. Also, it's a bad bitch contest. You win first place. You win first place. This is Seth Rogen's way of coming on to her. Wow. Well, because she's about to be the first. Uh, president first president first female president first, no first president <laughs> george washington so i don't know man i think you gotta you gotta re-listen nah, to man. this song man you know what I'll, I'll give i'll give you that first one bro with the last referee. birthday she got you a new sweater you put it on gave her a kiss and tell her do better Ooh, like that's not even a clever line just the amount of savagery and that's that. like some like you could do better like what are yeah. you doing like the that just of sounds his... cocky now. Well, no. that's Kanye. Oh, that's true. That sounds genius. Nah, I'm biased. <laughs> oh, that's genius. No. Bro, and then uh, the last line of Kanye's verse, or the last stanza, don't be reaching, don't be touching shit. You're in Kanye West's Benz. Because I will turn your ass back into a pedestrian. Damn, that sounds like me in high school when I was when I was whipping around the Saturn. <laughs> And I was like, yo, man, stop talking shit. Are you guys going to walk <laughs> Your ass home? Is walking home. But exactly. Like, how much power does he have that he could take someone and make them famous and then immediately snap his fingers and you're nobody again? Like Thanos. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Damn. Okay. Yeah. That was that was pretty good. Although Bro. my favorite one is the, the referee. And that was the, 2 chains With the tech. Hold the tech. Damn. Yeah. So you can you talk about whatever. I'm good now. Wow. <laughs> Well, with that being said, uh, dude, you think uh, you think uh, politicians actually listen to like rap or no? I I feel I know Obama does. Well, he's not a politician anymore. Oh, that's true. I don't. Know, I feel like that was a. I feel like that happens. Like they just can't have a life, you know, because mm-hmm. they they got to be up to date with politics and stuff. That's why when they go golfing or they go to a game or something, like that's their break. You know? Yeah. Even in the movie, um, going back to the movie, she is always on. Like when she appears at a party, it's not about the party; it's about her looking good for like the tabloids and like for right. you know to um, make a good impression. Yeah, there was one part in the movie where um, they're walking into the party, and then Seth Rogen is like standing next to her, wearing this like ridiculous outfit. Oh, yep, yep, and then like super ridiculous. He looks dumb as fuck, and then she's like, "Oh no, you gotta like stand back, <laughs> you gotta go like, back there, back like 10, 15 feet." We can't be seen together. Right. Um, as a politician, though, they're always on. Like, they're literally always on. And I think that happens with, like, anybody, really, anybody. Really, if you're in the public eye all yeah. the time. Which right. that could get annoying being scrutinized so much. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that plays into the movie itself. Because, you know, with Seth Rogen, she's not on. And that's why she fell in love with him? Yeah, because it was somebody that she could just be real with. Ooh, okay. Yeah. You know? As real as he was, he was just a normal ass person before, when, like yeah, when they were babysitting, yeah. or when she was babysitting him. Ooh, I do want to get into that real quick. Yeah, so, go for it. <laughs> there's a part in the movie where um, they kind of explain their their uh, friendship, their acquaintance, how they know each other prior to like them reuniting at this party. Uh-huh. And uh, Seth Rogen is telling his friend like, "Hey, man, that's the Secretary of State, but I know her from like before, like." She was my babysitter. And then this his his friend Lance, who we should talk about earlier, he's like, Oh bro, you know her? Like you gotta go say hi, like this is your chance, blah blah blah. And he's like, No, man, you don't understand. Like, she was babysitting one night and she was like, you know, reciting her speech, and then they <laughs> awkwardly like had a kiss, like they kissed each other, right. and, he, <laughs> and then thirteen year old <laughs> Seth Rogan had a big ass boner. <laughs> right. He's like, bro, I had the <laughs> it was like the 
What was it? The small, the biggest small thirteen-year-old yeah, boner. Which that wasn't even the part that killed me. The part that killed me from that was he was like, uh, what did he say? No, he his thirteen-year-old self did the Seth Rogen laugh. Bro, and that kid nailed it way better than your that kid. Uh, that kid did nail it though. That shit was so funny because like they don't tell you right off the bat like that Seth Rogen like they go back in time and you kind of put two and two together, and then he does this laugh and is like, oh shit, that's yep, Seth Rogen. That's definitely Seth Rogen. Yeah. So I thought that was really funny and clever how they how they uh, did how that they showed that that yeah, little pre, flashback pre story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, oh, going back to how she has to always be on when she's at these events, and you know has to look good for the cameras and stuff. Yeah, I like how in the movie they made it a point that she's terrible at waving. Oh my god, that so was she's so like, bad. I don't even know what she was doing. She was like moving her elbow when she was trying to wave. <laughs> she was doing this like like this really. It just looked uncomfortable. It's like it looks so weird. Like you have to really try to fuck that up. Yeah, it's so like, bro, you just. You wave. I never knew waving was so hard. No. It was for her, and I <laughs> yeah. like that. That was what, like a five-minute scene when they were talking about how she's shit at waving. Yeah. So they break down her like characteristics and like what she's good at and shit. Mm-hmm. And waving was like not it. Yeah, that, uh, that's pretty funny. But in that same scene where they're talking about how bad she is at waving, and you know they're making these jokes, mm-hmm. uh, in a line that I, I feel like it should have gotten more attention because it, it goes back to the whole uh, political part of the movie. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, you know, this is your score for your looks, your uh, attractiveness, um, uh, approachability or whatever. And it's like, oh, well, what about what, what do they think about my my platforms that are running on? And it's like, oh, yeah, nobody cares about that. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, they just want to they want a president that looks like they're going to do stuff. Right. They don't really care about the. They the don't actual actually analytics. care about yeah, yeah about the actual politics of it. They just want somebody that they can have a beer with. I guess is the way that I hear it the most often. Which that was Phoebe talking about that, right? Yeah. Well, I mean that's not her name, but it's Phoebe now. Phoebe. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, that was that was really cool how they they really showed that that the politician is always on and they're always like thinking of what they look like and what they sound like. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> uh, same thing with the. Uh, the prime minister of uh, of Canada. Yeah. So throughout the movie, the prime minister of Canada is like hitting hitting on her and trying to. He's trying to smash. He's trying to hit like hard. Like he's trying. He's really out there. Yeah. yeah and uh, so at one point they're having dinner together, and he's like, "Yeah, so I'm working on this new laugh that they made for me <laughs> because apparently my other laugh doesn't do well in the ratings." Oh man, it was so bad. And uh, I, I was laughing super hard because it reminded me of Trado, oh, who, who by by the power of the podcast <laughs> recently realized that apparently his laugh is terrible, or he doesn't like the way he laughs. It's gonna cover my face. No. So he's been trying to change it, and uh, it, it works for a little bit, but then he'll forget and he'll just he'll lose it. I'm trying so hard not to laugh. So there's points where I'm laughing at something, and it's so genuine that I have a I have an ugly ass laugh, like. <laughs> My laugh is like a horse that's falling off a cliff. Like, <laughs> right, like he can't stop. You know, he's running so fast he can't stop, and then like boom, cliff. And then this is like him, like oh, you know, like like a fucking like a half a half a you know, like I don't know. But so my laugh is so ugly, right? It's so screechy. Like you can't even think. I can't even so, think of. You're so focused on trying not to laugh right now. And uh, I do this fake laugh, which. I don't know if you caught on by now, but the, sometimes the real laugh comes out. But this fake laugh, uh-huh. uh, I've trained myself to do. And in the movie, this uh, prime minister, he tells her, like, oh, I have a real uh, laugh and I have a political laugh that I do. And it's all teeth. Like, he just shows his teeth. Yeah. He's like, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, some, like, it sounds so weird. Yeah, it's so fake. Yeah. But then he does his, his real laugh and it's so much worse. Oh, it's so bad. So I felt it right here. I, I felt his pain. You know, not all of us are born with a good laugh, right? Nah. <laughs> Bro, just laugh. Nah, man, nah, I'm good. <laughs> he, he's gonna mess up, guys. Nope. Um. So yeah, that was that was funny, man. That was uh that was real. <laughs> uh, there there was one scene in particular that I wanted to talk about too, where, you know, at this point they'd already established like this is a romantic comedy movie, you know. Right. And once they did that. 
I was kind of I started looking out for like the the usual tropes of a romantic comedy where like oh you know they get together and everything's great and then something happens and they they break up and then they get back together at the end you know like your typical romantic comedy film and he like gets down on one knee and then yeah and he makes like a big romantic gesture and then she's like oh my god yes blah 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 and then yeah. happy music plays and they uh, zoom out into the city yeah and so I was Classic. I was kind of waiting for that to happen and there was a couple points where I thought it was going to happen in the movie. But there was one that I really thought it was gonna happen. So when they were at a like at a at a at a ball, I guess. Yeah, it was like a formal like a gathering formal dance thing. Yeah, a gala. Gala. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they were at that, and this was before they were publicly dating. So it was just you know not available to the public. Uh, and she dances with the prime minister. And Seth's character is standing there in the audience watching. And in my head, I was like, oh, he's, this is the part in the movie where he's, <laughs> you know, he's going to get jealous and he's going to, like, punch the prime minister or something. Yeah. And then they're going to get in an argument and fight and, you know, break up. And I was super happy when all he did was stand there and clap and, like, you know, be happy. Right. Because uh, I was expecting that to happen and I was going to be really disappointed if that's actually what happened. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was that was funny. Uh, they actually took a twist on that exact moment. From what I remember, um, like you said, instead of being mad and jealous, mm-hmm. he kind of like wrote on a napkin and gave it to her, or yeah. not gave it to her, but she got his napkin. And the note said, um, "I think I found Hitler." And uh, then he pointed at the dude. <laughs> it's just a poor guy rocking his mustache. Ah, a little little Hitler mustache, and they just laughed it off. And like yeah. they actually went into a different room, right? And yeah, they, they went into like the kitchen or something. And they had like a little romantic uh, one-on-one uh, dance. Yeah, so I thought that was nice how they didn't fall into that, you know, uh, straight trope of romantic comedy movies. Yeah, they're like typical. Um, yeah, no, good shit, man. There was a lot of little parts in this movie that I was like, huh, that would actually really happen. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. even um, uh, <laughs> even uh, to take it back to the first day they reunited at the Boys to Men concert party uh-huh. um he kind of lashes out at the dude that like stole his job or right. like you know he he talks shit to this guy and like instead of storming out and like making a grand like exit this motherfucker trips he on the trips stairs down the staircase <laughs> yep and it's like dude you had your moment and then boom out of nowhere you trip and fall and now you're all over youtube i thought it was so funny because like now now you know nowadays that shit will happen like you're right immediately on youtube you're everywhere. Yeah. He's like, you're funny. on the news, bro. Like, oh, yeah. This is the news. It's like, you think I went viral? He's like, bro, this is the news. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I, I do want to quickly talk about, like, some of the political things that I, I feel like we're, we're glossing over them because we want to talk about the parts that were funny. Right. But, you know, they, they were still there. So the whole part or the whole – her whole campaign – is structured across this bill that she wants to get that's supposed to like be good for the environment reduce emissions and do all this stuff it was called like the birds bees and trees or something like that and uh seth rogan's character he you know he originally didn't want to write for her he didn't want to be on his on the campaign tour or nothing because in his mind politics is all about something that starts off with a good idea so th- this bill, for example, and then mm-hmm. by the time it actually passes, it's so changed and, you know, people's influences are taken into it. So filtered. And, yeah, yeah, and it doesn't even do what it was supposed to do in the beginning. And so that's like a main driving line throughout the movie. And I thought that was cool because that, that's really how it how it goes down. Like, yeah. You want to pass this bill? Okay, cool. We'll give you, you know, we'll fund your campaign, but now you have to turn the other eye whenever... Uh, oil manufacturing prices right. increase or something i think he nailed it with that like he's like no i'm not i'm not gonna help you because i know how this shit ends up yeah. right and so that was a big point in the movie where it was about staying true who to who you are in the personal sense and not compromising your views mm-hmm. especially if you have something that's you know gonna benefit people how how true do you think that is as far as like the movie goes when she like each like speech or each event that she, you know, they, they showed, she's, like, gaining more, like, mm-hmm. uh, supporters. How how true do you think that is as far as, like, that's how they campaign and that's how they, like, get their supporters, essentially? Because yeah. she was talking about, oh, getting over 100 countries. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so I know at least for like presidential elections, that's literally what they do. They just go state to state, go and talk to people, yeah. and yeah, and have a bunch of rallies everywhere. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty true, and even like the the stuff that came about from it. So like when the current president and that big like uh, millionaire dude from the uh, newspaper, the jerk, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they sit down with her and it's like, hey, you got to cut this out. Like, you know, we're not going to support your presidential campaign if you keep on pushing this this agenda. Well, the trees, because he wanted to uh, build a plant. Yeah. Where there was like forest or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So stuff like that, I feel I feel happens where, you know, oh, if you want to get this done, then you got to do this for me. And then I'll let you pass this bill. You know, and it, it's it, it's nice seeing it, putting putting it into a movie. And, you know, that's actually the plot. So yeah. hopefully it gets more people to think about how uh, politics work and all that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I think uh, <laughs> aside from her being super uh, political and like this person that, you know, is in the spotlight, uh, when they do show her like normal side, uh-huh. that, that you know, like that's pretty badass. Even uh, even the part where it got serious uh, when they were under attack. Right. I, I forgot what country they were in. But there was like an attack, and like they had to like get out of the hotel room. Um, they go into this like safe room in the basement, and then like Seth Rogen's freaking out because he's never like even been in fire before. Like right. he's freaking out, and then she's telling him like, "Dude, just breathe." Like I learned this in the navy, just breathe. Oh, it's like <laughs> one, two, three, four. Yeah, and she's like, "No, just counting your head. You don't have to say it out loud." It's like, no, it works for me if I count out loud. Like, yeah. I thought that was really funny because that shows, like, she's not a normal pro- a person. Like, she, you know, has military, like, mm-hmm. background and she knows what to do in that situation. But then Seth Rogen is, like, super, like, freaking out. Like, that's a, I would react. Like, I would right. freak out. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> pretty funny. That. And then uh, the, we haven't even, I'm surprised we didn't even talk about this part. Um, when, uh, <laughs> when she... <laughs> I don't even know when to start. Just it out, man. Two chains. No. Yeah, two chains. Wow. <laughs> when when she gets up, she... I forgot what happened in the movie, but something bad happened. And then she's like, you know what? Uh, I want to smoke a molly with you. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's not that's not how it works. Well, <laughs> I think yeah. they, they were in Paris, weren't they? I think, yeah, they were in Paris. They um, were in Paris. And so they go to some club and do molly. Yeah. <laughs> And that that whole sequence is just a, it was a shit show, dude. It was it was perfect. So she's like living it up, like she's in disguise because no one can see her identity, right? And they do Molly in the club, and then, uh, you know, after a while, like shit goes down, and and he asks, uh, she asks uh, Seth, like, how long does this last? You know, like. I, I gotta go. Right. He's like, no, you wanted another hit, so yeah, we took another one. So it's gonna last like twelve hours. Like, yeah. Oh, that shit. Yeah, we so still funny. got like another twelve hours to go. That shit was so funny. And then uh, what happens after that? They, they, well, they go to the, they go back because it, it was like a a hostage situation. And, oh, a terrorist. Yeah. yeah. And they couldn't get in contact with the president, I guess. So she had to do it. But <laughs> she, you know, she's <laughs> she's on Molly like. Fucking hasn't slept, dehydrated, and all this. High as fuck, yeah. But she pulls it off. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> so, I don't know. There, there's a lot of good mo- moments in the movie. There's a lot of really quick politic things that you might miss. Like, um, near the end of the movie when her and Seth Rogen are arguing. And Rogen's like, oh, you know, this is this is all you care about. You just care about politics. Like, why, why do you even try so hard? Like, I feel like nobody's trying as hard as you are. You should just win because of that. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. I have to try harder than everyone else. It's like, why? Because you're a woman? It's like, yes. Yeah. No, that they nailed it with that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's exactly why I have to try this hard. Yeah, because what did she even compare it? It's like, oh, if you if you did this in this situation, like, mm. you know, people would just laugh it off. But since I'm a woman, like, I'm going to get fucking Right, like, that's, that's the end of my it. career. Yeah. Huh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so they touch on, on a lot of things. They talk about like, uh, like gender inequalities, how politics works, fucking blackmailing in politics, compromises in politics. Who's that uh, politician from uh, from New York? That Cortez chick. Yeah, yeah, that kind of reminded me of her right now. How uh, you know, whenever she's like in the headlines, it's like her like lashing out like in Congress or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, you know how they were giving her shit for like. There was like a video surface of her dancing, right? Of her like, dancing for a college class that yeah. she was in. Like if if she was a guy, like that would be normal ass. Like yeah, there could be a no <laughs> argument. It's like I don't know if you've seen it, but there's this governor from somewhere somewhere down south. Okay, 
that came up recently, maybe about a month ago or so. He, in college, for Halloween, dressed up in blackface. Oh, jeez. And went to a party with his boy who was dressed up as a KKK member. Nah, well. He's still an active politician. Bro, but if that was a girl. No, stupid. Yeah, that's yeah. stupid, man. Um, so but yeah, I, they, they really uh, nailed it with that. I think they do a good job at all of that. Um, <laughs> do you have any, any closing comments or anything else that you want to talk on? I don't know. I feel like th- with these types of movies, there's not a lot of like spoilers. We could tell you what happens, but it's not like going to make it or break it. Like You're still go watch it and like enjoy mm-hmm. it, you know? Um, I don't know. To close it out, I just, uh, just want to say that at the end of the movie... <laughs> Uh, should I just fucking spoil the shit of it? All right, fuck it. She becomes president. No, she's president. She's Surprise. president as fuck. And uh, he becomes the first, the first man, the first man, <laughs> or the first Mister. They say the first Mister, whatever. And uh, you know, in the White House, it's tradition that the first lady, like the first, mm-hmm. you know, there are the portraits on there. They get painted. Um, <laughs> this motherfucker gets painted all patriot, like. He's yeah, like he's a all, superhero. He's, he's jacked like a superhero. He's he, like holding a flag. He's got like yeah. a uh, like a, an eagle on his on his shoulder and shit. Yeah, his shirt's ripped and like it's all USA. <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah, you like that? Like that's the 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 draw or the artist for for Spawn. the Spawn comics." Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, but no, I mean, there's so many parts in the movie where I'm just, I it's just funny. Like. Go watch it if you enjoy Seth Rogen movies for sure. Yeah. Uh, the last thing that I want to close on. Ah, shit. Which, it, it's right up there. So it's like the, the big booty hoe and then this part's right here. <laughs> wow. Like I swear, if it's another two chains. Uh... Uh, no, uh, near the end of the movie when, I guess when they finally get back together, like or they officially get together and they announce uh-huh. it to the public, uh, everyone's like, you know, outside of, uh, outside of their apartment, cheering, clapping, all the news is there. And uh, his friend, uh, Ice Cube's son, what, what's his name in the movie? Uh, Lance. Lance is there. And, <laughs> and for no fucking reason, <laughs> no one's even watching him. Like, no cameras are on him. He just yells, Wakanda forever. <laughs> Dude, for real, like, all the cameras are pointing at the couple. And he's just like, they're Wakanda forever. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That's so stupid, bro. Like, what does that have to do with anything? But I'm so glad he was in there. That's so funny, yeah. And then actually, that that same part where uh, they he starts the chant is like oh. Fred, Fred, or whatever the chant was. It's like, yeah, I started that. I started that. Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah, that guy did a really good job as a as a best friend in the movie. Yeah, he played his role really well. I feel yeah. like every time he was on the screen, like he stole the fucking show. It was just funny, yeah. Yeah, good shit, man. I totally forgot about that Wakanda part. That was, that was <laughs> oh, just so me. random. With the amount of times I bling up, bling up. Bling up, bling, bling up, bling. two chains, true to my religion. True With the amount of times that I bring up uh, two chains, oh, whoops. <laughs> With hey, the man. amount of times yeah. that I bring up Black Panther, I feel like I, every time there's a Black Panther thing in a movie, oh, I need for to, real. I need to be on it. Damn, dude, you'd legit like find any way to bring up Black Panther. That's it's pretty legit. No. <laughs> All right, but, good shit, yeah. man. Uh, go check out the movie. Hopefully, you haven't seen too many of the trailers. Because a lot of the best jokes are in the trailers. Are they? I'm glad. So that's, it, yeah. that's why I would suggest if you had already seen all the trailers, just wait. Yeah. That could be like a good movie night at, at the house. That's a real good movie night movie. Yeah. Yeah. Go watch it. Uh, well, yeah. Wait, but go watch it. Do whatever you want to do. This is, a, this is a review brought to you by Trader Without a Radio. And the Longshot movie comes out May 3rd. Seth Rogen's 89th film. No. 89th and a half. Yeah. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been another episode. Uh, Tune in next week where we uh, dive with sharks. Hey, man, we we didn't didn't clear this. Nah, you signed the paperwork. All right, thank you guys. We'll see you guys next week.